Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another rendition of the quick hitter version of Catch and Shoot 2.0. Coming up on this episode, we talk with Nick Carboni of WCNC-TV out there in Charlotte. The Hornets had a big week, this time not only drafting LaMelo Ball at number three, but also making a big splash in the free agent pool. So, what does that mean for the Hornets as they move forward into a new campaign? Let's get to it. I love the way it unfolded, and I think Hornets fans were most happy with it. I think there was a lot of anxiety that the Hornets were going to sell off some assets to move up one or two spots to get a James Wiseman. Uh, and, and I think the fact that they kind of, as you said, patiently waited, let things unfold, and, and let one of those two or three guys fall to them and then just go from there, I think, was the right approach. And so the mood in town is, is one of, we, we, feel we, we, we feel we did good. With the ball, with the ball pick, yeah. yeah. I think people are excited. Um, you know, I, I think if you look at the three top, and first of all, this goes back until it's, it's hard to remember when things were, but I think it was August the lotto, lottery was in. The Hornets fans did not have a lot of hope for that evening. I mean, this is a franchise that should have gotten the, the top pick in 12 and ended up with the two. And instead of Anthony Davis, and, you know, listen, they, they should have done a little bit better of a job at two. They picked Michael Kidd Gilchrist. So this is not the way they're used to things falling. So I think since that night, there was a lot of excitement and that everybody kind of tightened up a little bit. Uh, the days leading up to the draft, you know, what are they going to do? Uh, are, are they going to, they're going to blow a bunch of assets and, and, and move up unnecessarily uh, and, and the thing I kept saying was, well, at least it's the third pick and whatever they do, it'll be like a bandaid and it'll be over quick. But like I said, I, I think people have kind of, um, if they weren't on board with it, because it certainly was polarizing right away, I think people kind of fell in love a little bit with the guy. And, and he, he mentioned that he went to Cookout, which is a really popular Southern fast food chain right away. And uh, I, I, honest to God, think that flipped a few more people over to his side. That's how, that's how big of a deal that was. It's just really gravitating to Charlotte and understanding everything that city is about. So, so what type of point guard is Charlotte getting here? What can we expect from him next year as far as his role with this team? Yeah, and, and I know a lot of people want to pencil him in as a starting point guard right away. Like, okay, you know, and, and we'll get to the Hayward thing. Okay, Hayward and Ball and, and this and that. Charlotte's got two veteran point guards who had two solid seasons last year, Terry Rozier and Devontae Graham. And, and, and we know that LaMelo Ball's potential far outreaches either of those two guys. But again, he's 19 years old. He played professional basketball, quote unquote, in Australia. I think it was a good league. He played 12 games. And I didn't realize it. He only played 12 games until he got drafted. And we really started looking. Not to mention the fact that if this were any other year, he'd have from June through summer league, through a training camp, through a preseason to get ready for the season in in late October, November. Now you're talking about, okay, kid, here are the keys to the offense. Here's the keys to the franchise. We start in a month. 
we start practicing in two weeks, we think. We'll see what happens. Uh, so I don't see that there's a, a need to really force him into the starting lineup um, in any basketball sense anyway, maybe from a business standpoint, but you can't even have fans in the stands at this point. I think they can bring him along a little bit. Um, certainly, he's going he's gonna to get a lot of minutes. He's going to demand a lot of minutes, not you know personally, but just, just who he is. And I think right away he can be a facilitator and somebody that can see the floor really well and get the ball to guys in spots where they're able to, to do something with it. I, I think that is what he's going to offer right away. Hopefully, eventually, he gets to the point where he's running the show. Uh, it's his team. He's able to shoot a little better, score a little more, and improve on defense. But I think at the very least, uh, his passing is going gonna, is gonna to be fun to watch right away. And if you liked what you heard right there, why don't you check out the full episode of Catch and Shoot 2.0. New episodes drop every Wednesday with myself and my co-host Otto Strong right here on Pure Hoops Media.